went to E3. We went to E3. We went to E3. And it was pretty cool. It was awesome. I'd never been before, and it's fucking huge. Yeah. It's the hugest, uh, probably the most money dumped into a trade show I've ever been a part of. Yeah, Even more so than Comic-Con, I think. Well, just from the, San the Diego. booth design were spectacular and Huge. the press conferences and everything the that press they conference did. i've never been to such a press conference we as went to sony. the sony uh playstation conference and it was pretty much a spectacle they had a full orchestra they had a full orchestra and just the hoops we had to jump through first of all we should lead up with we were ass fucking backwards trying to get to this fucking place because <laughs> we thought it was at the convention center. But then I looked on the on their Twitter feed and like there's no fucking theater that has that capacity here. Right. And so we ended up going to the Marriott. Yeah, because some lady told us to. Yeah, dummy. and nobody knew what the fuck. They're like Sony, what? And like Sony PlayStation. Have you heard of it? They're like, what's that? It's like, why? Who are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like I sell hot dogs. I don't know. <laughs> I just have bacon wrapped hot dogs. Well, and that security dude at the Marriott. He was, was a like, fucking prick. Oh, what a jerk. Yeah, he was like, yeah. That's was a, a while o'clock. ago. Yeah, that's not until 6. It's 5.30. Like, you know what we're talking about. And he didn't. He didn't know. He's like, well, there's stuff going on at the shrine. There's stuff going on at this. And so I Googled it. Like, where the fuck is the Sony press conference? And it was at the shrine. Yeah. But he didn't know that. He didn't tell us. And so we literally had like 20 minutes to, to get from Uber. the Marriott to the shrine downtown yeah. and take a fucking Uber and like get there. And we didn't know if we'd even be able to get in. We got our badges, luckily. Yeah. Went to the media center. And then luckily we left when we did because there's a huge, there was a huge waitlist line. And we're like, that's not the line we have to wait in. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not even going to that line. <laughs> and I just like walked up like out of my way, bitches. Like, which way? <laughs> and they're like, then they pointed us to this help desk. And since we had the press badges, we were on the, like, press list. Thank fucking God. Right. And then we got these, like, nifty bands that are, like, Livestrong bands, but they're fabric and yeah. stretchy. They're really cool. I'm yeah, actually wearing cool. mine right now. I've kept it. I kept it. It was cool. And then, literally, it was, like, 6.04 when we walked through the door. Yeah. And the, in the shrine, it's cool. There's, like, a, a sort of theater, sense, like, stage. And then there's also a sort of conference area stage, mm -hmm. which were different bands. Some you can do with like theater shows and then you can do like live music shows right. in the same place. And so the actual conference was in the theater area. And then the after party was in that sort of conference stage area yeah. without. It's a beautiful venue. It's the Shrine Auditorium where they used to do the Oscars. Yeah. And the and US that's where on USC campus. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice uh, theater and it was uh, fucking awesome. I've yeah. never seen, it's almost, it was almost like you'd almost pay a ticket to go to this thing just for the multimedia yeah. effects alone yeah like, and as we walked in we got really good seats like very close a little to yeah. the left of things but still very close and as we were walking in there was this full orchestra playing yeah. and like an opera singer what? and i was like this is what it is yeah. like this is what they do for the fans here yeah, for the, the media or at comic-con yeah. really not even close not like this like hall h is fun because they all sh all the celebrities show up right, but, but there's no pageantry no and it's also like like living cheap like yeah in the living gutta. on the cheap yeah it is <laughs> low rent low rent they don't i mean Smell. e3 definitely did a lot more for press they had like a press lounge even though they didn't have anything in no it but they us, had like a breakfast and lunch service that we just didn't take part in and wi-fi and, and wi-fi yeah. and water and beanbag chairs and comic-con they're like just 
suffer it out on the pavement. Yeah. Dogs. Oh, are you oppressed here? Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, unless you're the Hollywood reporter or whatever. Yeah. But so we walk in and, the, and then like it literally starts off like the sc- the curtain rises and there's this giant sort of HD 4K screen. Mm-hmm. But behind the screen, there's like these set pieces that sort of change with the lighting. So it's like, yeah. in, one, in one thing, it's like the backdrop of a forest. And then it's a backdrop. Yeah, it was of a like whole production design huge, for the stage. Huge, huge. And all the lights, like the actual stage lights, were sort of incorporated yep. into the sound. So, like, when an alarm would go off in the trailer of a game, the, all the lights would flash red. Mm-hmm. And when there'd be bullets shooting, the lights would flash orange, like with the bullets right everything was coordinated and programmed yeah and they premiered god of war 4 which yeah. people lost their fucking they minds did. for they lost their minds because they did a whole playthrough like a quick playthrough of maybe like one of the first levels where kratos who's the god of war from the original games has like a son mm. and he's got a beard and it's sort of like the like old salty dog moves to like, <laughs> oh, those years are behind me i live in the forest and i have a son now i don't yeah. have my like dual wielding chain blades and i don't i'm not trying to kill zeus anymore no, he's <laughs> teaching him how to like kill, hunt hunt and stuff it was it was a cool game it was so cool and it's a completely new approach it kind of looks like a resident evil 4 what are you buying sort mm. of layout where it's over the shoulder camera and it's tighter almost looks like a survival horror game as opposed to like the third person sort of action platformer that god of war was known for mm-hmm. But it, once you start fighting and kicking ass, it has a lot of those sort of quick time elements where you're taking down giant creatures one yeah. button push at a time and you're sticking them in the head and you're pulling them down by the horns and breaking their jaw and sticking them with the axe. And you get the power surges like the axe can go like it looked like ice, like an ice axe. Remember? Right. Oh, yeah, that was. Cool. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. And so you saw that whole thing play through. And there was this fucking kind of funny ass looking game called Horizons. Where you play? Yeah, that where was okay. It was weird. It was like a mix of fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah, where it's like robots mixed with like you're riding like a you. You kind of look like it's like Lord of the Rings meets Terminator. Yeah, it was kind of a little weird, hokey dokey, and people weren't really geeking out no. too much. They're kind of like you because they did a playthrough of like a level, right? And just how the game plays out, and it's kind of like The Witcher, where it's an open world thing. Yeah, and you're upgrading weapons and capabilities, but then also at the same time. I don't know, it's kind of like Red Dead Redemption. Right. That kind of thing. But it was kind of like stupid. Was, well, and what was that one that was kind of like a futuristic site? Like a oh, Detroit. AI, yeah, Detroit. Detroit um, being... Detective Detective. Thing. It's called Detroit being human or Detroit. Yeah, it's you like play AI. like a detective android. Yeah. And you have to solve crimes. And it's a lot like a telltale game where you're finding clues and putting together cases and suspects. And, and what you do, you can change the story yeah. by everything. It, well, you pick one thing and it completely changes the outcome of the story. Right. The way you interact with a perp. Yeah. Do you choose to hit him? Do you choose to kill him? Do you keep him alive? Do you question him? You know, all that, was that cool. stuff. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. It was it, a, at first, I wasn't sure. Yeah. But then when they got into the whole, like, this is the story, then I got more into it. Yeah, because you're an android and you're a detective. And it even says, like, the woman, like there's an, another, like, android gone rogue holding this girl over a right. building. And the mother of the girl is like, you can't send an android in to save my daughter. Like, 
I need a human mm. detective, not some android. He doesn't know how, like how to save a human. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like this cool sort of like androids versus people and kind of like iRobot where they're not yeah. really accepted like a lesser and class. And AI. And AI. Yeah. yeah, totally. It looked cool, but it takes place in Detroit, which is like something I would play to see yeah. if it's actually Detroit. Because right. a lot of times it takes place in Detroit. Like this is not Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> this is just any city yeah. in the future. So I yeah, that actually cool. It's a game that I like to play where you're finding clues and putting together you know cases that's why i like batman arkham origins so much right. because there was a whole cool sort of detective element where you'd go to a crime scene and batman would have to put together the pieces yeah you love that it's cool because you can fast forward time and see like where the dead guy landed and then like where he landed oh something fell out of his pocket right there where, like where the desk shattered or the toffee table shattered and that's it, fun it's interesting it's a fun gameplay so what other games did we see uh that they did well, they uh, they talked a lot about VR and yeah. that they've gonna they have a new headset that's gonna the VR headset, which is like four hundred bucks, yep. which is basically the cost of a PlayStation <laughs> yeah. console. But I mean, for VR to actually to, for them to actually go like we're doing VR, well, and not just we're doing they're they're launching it with fifty games, different games, and there's two big AAA titles, which is one is Resident Evil Seven called Biohazard, mm-hmm. which fuck me would be a f- trip to play in vr right. to play a resident evil game vr with what what that game sort of consists of yeah and i've been playing resident evil games since playstation one you know and so to like <laughs> now have that be a vr game amazing yeah and it's a thing where you can buy a vr headset for your existing console and it's not a thousand dollars it's 400 bucks it's a lot but it's a lot but I mean, I think, think about the what you're getting VR is going to be a lot less than that I yeah think, you know? oh for sure but i mean what you're getting the, the actual vr headset looks super premium yeah it does like yeah. they had them on sh- for on showcase and you could take turns you had to book an appointment to use it but they also have this sort of like controller that looks like a rifle it's sort of like a motion controller that you can use to play first person shooter games but then it also has sub controllers like r2 r1 l1 r1 and stuff to scroll through your item like item screen but it's also like shaped like a rifle right you'd have to buy that you'd have to buy the vr headset you'd have to buy the motion control uh like control sticks like how the wii has yep and then you have to buy the camera. Yeah. So, so you're setting lie. up. Yeah. It's gonna not, yeah. it's gonna cost you money, but in the long run, it'll be worth. It. It's like the future of gaming. Yeah, it's definitely the future. It's future of everything. Of everything. I mean, we saw it all over. So NAB. the fact that PlayStation is having a consumer one right now because it's NAB, pretty amazing. NAB yeah. made it feel far away. Like this is you're somewhere right, down the line. Like you're right. maybe in a few years, but like to see it at E3 yeah. with people wearing it and playing. Like PlayStation had this really cool sort of setup uh, inside the booth that was themed. Like a like a like a desert, remember? Yeah. And people were that's where they would go try the that was cool. VR. So it was a bunch of people with these VR headsets and guns in this like desert ro- like rock scenario, yeah. and like they're all playing it, and you can see the screens that they're playing yeah. on. And it's a first person shooter like Borderlands. Or well, something. and then the other premium for that is Arkham Batman Arkham yeah. VR. So to play as Batman in an Arkham game VR like that, there, boom. Yeah, that's boom, exciting. Sold. So what else at the at the uh, PlayStation press conference? We also oh big news. huge thing Hideo Kojima came out. That's a big news. Which is huge. He came out personally and introduced his and new they, game. And they introduced him like a big rock star. Like they had like him come down this lift sort of. Yeah, and it was lit up so each step he took would turn a different yeah. color. And he's like, 
I'm Beck. Like, yeah, yeah he, it was funny. He's, all the English he knows, probably. <laughs> you know, but if you don't know who Hideo Kojima is, he created Metal Gear Solid, the franchise. And he's been working with Konami since, like, the fucking late 80s. And they had a falling out. I don't know the details, but he no longer works with Konami. Mm. So now he has his own 100%, like, game development yeah. company. And Sony picked him up. And they showcased his new game, which is a PlayStation exclusive called Death Stranding. Starring Norman Reedus. And, like, literally, like, he's the one that did all of the motion capture yeah. and all the acting. And it looks fucking weird. It looks really weird. It looks super Japanese It looks like weird. Japanese anime weird. Like, yeah. he wakes up and he has this giant scar. And he's on the desert, but it looks like there's a giant naked. oil spill. And he's naked. And then he has, like, an electric cord attached to a baby. Yeah. And he, like, picks up the baby. And there's all these weird oily handprints and like dead whales everywhere. But the graphics are incredible. And it's a beautifully rendered game. Mm -hmm. But it's just, again, it's so Japanese. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on in this game? I mean, it it looks like scary and like cool, but also like disturbing kind of. Like, like, what is this? I don't know. Like, but it's kind of cool that it's happening. Well, it's just cool to see Kojima in the the flesh. He's a fucking legend. So that was fu- incredible. That was like the highlight of the thing. It's like, holy shit. Oh, shit. And they announced their whole, all the Crash Bandicoot games are going to be remastered and released on And they showed download. that. And yeah. then the co- one that we really thought was called Days Gone. Oh, that was, uh, to, for me, I think yeah. that was sort of the standout of the show. Yeah. For me was Days Gone, which looks at, feels a lot like The Last of Us, but it's sort of more of uh, action focused than just survival focused. And the the way you're fighting these zombies, you play like a biker turned mercenary bounty yeah. hunter in a post-apocalyptic zombie infested world, which is still a really popular fucking. Well, but they're backdrop. zombies like World War Z, the movie yeah. zombies. They're not like the slow moving Resident Evil zombies. No. They travel in packs, and once you get their attention, they sort of move in this like a school of fish. Yeah, and. They run, too. They're fast, and they all move together. Yep. And a lot of the gameplay is focused on sort of funneling and congesting them mm-hmm. and then taking them all out as they pile up on each other because they did a live gameplay Which like playthrough. Really cool. And it looks beautiful, and it looks really tense. Yeah. Like the way I was tense watching. Yeah, it. I was, I like, was oh, too. Shit. Oh fuck, is he gonna make it up the stairs? Yeah, oh yeah. fuck, is he gonna make it through that factory? Yeah. Then he throws a Molotov cocktail, and the fucking bridge falls down, and they're all piling on top right. of each other, and he's just unloading with this like AR-15 or whatever fucking weapon. And and then I went to the Sony PlayStation booth the next day, mm-hmm. and they had little theaters, and they showed a Days Gone sort of play through again for oh, people okay. that didn't get to go to the press conference but it was longer and it was like that game I was like fuck because they had a they had a three theaters one for the new uh, Call of Duty one for the new God of War and then one for Days Gone right and I went to the Days Gone one and that to me was like the standout for Sony outside of the VR stuff like just for me personally yeah they are we missing anything from Sony I mean well also game other games uh, The Legend of Zelda that's Nintendo uh, yeah I'm saying other games at the show um yeah that that was a big one at the show um xbox announced a new xbox oh we didn't go to the ubisoft press conference and we missed fucking trey parker and matt stone yeah they came out and talked about the new uh south park game fractured butthole (laughs) 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 the continuation or whatever it's called yeah which is a continuation of the Stick of Truth, which came out in like 2013. Yeah. It was a really fun sort of South Park RPG 
game. Well, and they talked apparently in the press conference about the, the that gaming is the future for South Park. I get it. Yeah. They can create such a broader universe. Yeah. And they can create, like, if you played Stick of Truth, it's basically like a fucking 10-hour South Park episode. Because the script and right. the characters and the dialogue and the jokes, it's not sub shit. A lot of times when they make a movie franchise game, it's not the same actors. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a lesser story. It's lesser dialogue, you know, like yep. when they do that on games. But with this, it's them. It's hands on. They don't yeah, fucking half ass anything. Yeah, they're into it. And they should be. Like, when you play Stick of Truth, you finally, you get to play Roam through South Park. Which they said themselves when they were making it, they didn't even know the geography. They had to make it up. Yeah, they had to just, like, create the geography of South Park. Of South Park. Because, like, where's Token's house? Where's Kenny's house? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Tom's rhinoplasty? Yeah. Where's the school versus, you know, where's the fucking, you know, chef's house? Right. But now they have all that. Yeah, they they did it. They can build And they can make it bigger, yeah. And make it broader. Yeah. Stark's Pond versus, you know, anything. Right. Like the library and the police <laughs> station. And yeah, it's That's so cool. Awesome. It's such a cool game. In Canada. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. So they, yeah, that was cool. Ubisoft, and they also had uh, Watch Dogs 2 mm-hmm. and a couple other games, which I don't care about well, or remember. <laughs> well, yeah. on the show floor, we went to the Nintendo booth where we saw the new awesome. Legend of Zelda game. We didn't see it, but I mean, we... Well, there was a line just to get yeah. into their booth, and I didn't understand why, because I knew there was a gameplay line, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, I just want to go in, and then there was a line to just fucking get in the booth, and I was like, what the fuck, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to wait, like, you know, you have to, there's a line for everything. Right. And then you came, I'm like, come wait in line with me, and I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah, and, and it was. Holy shit. <laughs> it was so cool. It was like going to Disneyland. It was like going into the chocolate factory wonka's chocolate the way because you see the demo well what they do is they file you into the small room which kind of looks like one of the rooms from one of the zelda dungeons like one of the like when you go into you know you have to get the triforce pieces in a lot of the zelda games and all the zelda games and you go into these dungeons and then then you fight a boss at the end and like where you go the lighting and there were set pieces yeah it was like a decor of like well thought out and then they show you a demo on this giant screen and then once the demo ends, there's a sort of graphic that comes up that looks like you just inserted a key into one yeah. of the dungeon doors <laughs> yeah. of the game. And then as the 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 fucking image sort of opens up, the screen rises yeah. and it lets you into the giant Nintendo booth. Yep. Which it with inside is all of these giant sculpts and figures of the new game, Breath of Breath of the Wild. Uh, breath of breath the of wild breath of the wild or yeah. breath of wild it's it's the it's legend it's the newest legend of zelda game for nintendo right. wii or wii u and you walk in and it's like you're in t- in the world of zelda yeah and it, it's an unbelievable world yeah and there's like literally like animatronic like characters and a- animatronic like food cooking and all the stuff that you see in the in the actual preview they show you is sort of set up breath of the, the wild by br- the way breath yeah. of the wild yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. and uh it's just fantastic like we were in there and they for a had, while we didn't want to leave because like it was 20 so minutes. tranquil and we, it was <laughs> tranquil because there was people playing then there was people you had to have like a ticket to play mm-hmm. the game which i didn't i don't fucking care really i just was like happy to chill in there yeah but there was like a sort of broken down ca- castle part there was uh, like a p- part where you see Zelda shooting that giant boss, yeah. and it's all sculpts. We have pictures of it, and yeah, I think it's on our blog. If you go to uh, our website, 
Uh, you'll there's a in our blog. You'll see all the pictures. The cool and the the coolest part for me was they literally had like a day and night cycle with the lighting in the actual booth. So yeah. we were in there long enough, and it became like night yeah, in the world. That was the coolest. Or then, and it started to rain and thunder, right. and then it would come day again, just like in the game. They're, yeah, they're showcasing was, all of the outlets or all the facets of the newest game. It, from a, I mean, it's I gotta brilliant. tell you, like some from doing events for so many years. And just seeing and the way they shows. crafted and trade shows and see the way they crafted these booths, uh, it, it was genius. Everything the way they were thinking the these money that out. they put into this man, but just so it's clearly they, yeah, clearly you can see like unlike NAB where everything is done by engineers doing booths and right. but also with like a very small budget, right. whereas this is. This is my vision. Almost a blank check. And I don't care what it costs. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what it felt like. Because the Nintendo booth was built up so that you can't see what's inside. Right. Except from the exit and the uh, entrance for the game players. Or from both sides, there's these two exits, so you can kind of look. But there's literally like these 30, 40-foot walls inside the convention center that that were built by people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can't see what's inside. So there's this great reveal when you get in there of like just how big it is. Really big and really just magical. It was magical. Yeah. And the thing about that is Nintendo didn't have a whole lot to announce this year. It was no, noted. There was no hardware. There was no yeah. hardware announced and there was only like a couple games, but it was Zelda and they sort of took the show. They uh, sort most of, people gave them top game. I'd give them like top presents yeah. on the floor. They absolutely got the top presents on the floor. I mean, there's no question. There's no it. question. And Xbox was a fucking shit show. But Although they did introduce a couple new consoles. People were talking about that, but we don't really It's care. like the Xbox Slim. <laughs> and it's like an, a 4K console. So yeah. you can watch 4K movies and shit. And supposedly it's going to be the cheapest 4K player on the market. Yeah, and that's but significant. That's significant. But fuck, fuck that. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like just walking through the Xbox booth, you really get a vibe of like the different fans. You do. It's so weird. Like people waiting in line for fucking 20 20, 30, 40 minutes to yeah. play the new Killer Instinct game. <laughs> like, it, it, it was just like, oh, get me out of here. No 20, one's aware. 40, you mean two hours. Yeah, two hours. Fuck yeah. me. But it was when, that's the other thing. The line for the Nintendo thing wasn't that long. Like, it might have been 20 minutes. No. And once you got in there, minutes, yeah. they didn't kick you out. Right. You could be in You there, just hang out. You could hang out and take yeah. pictures, and they would take, you could take pictures with all the different character builds and the different Yeah, areas. and there was people dressed up. As Link and Zelda. Yeah, and taking, taking uh, pictures. Picture. Yeah, which people. was cool. Yeah, it was so cool. We stayed in there for so long, just like watching the weather change. Yeah. Watching it. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. We just stayed here and it had like a plush carpet. Yeah, it really soft on your yeah. feet and shit. <laughs> it was so nice. And the carpet was designed to look like grass. Yeah. Like it was like grass design. It was fucking perfect. It was so perfect. It was the coolest booth trade show thing I've ever best seen in my show life. Best in show booth. Nintendo. Best in show, best ever, baby. Yeah. I mean, they had one game to premiere. Look how much money they put into premiering this one fucking game. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. It's intense and cool. Well, the other cool booth was the Mafia 3 one, which was like the French Quarter booth. Oh, that was very cool. And they had a full band. A live band. band. A full. A fun band. Funk band. They were playing like. Actually, there's a video on our Facebook page of them playing. Yeah, and it's literally built. It's almost like a movie set. They built yeah. the French Quarter. That was, and it literally looks like that. It's a two K booth. Into it, you yeah. Can sit in it. There's like, like a like the tarot reader. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like that French Quarter with the balconies and shit. That was really awesome. Yeah, it was I incredible. Have to give it to them too. That was in a different hall. Yeah, it was. That two, was in two kind halls. of the, well, and then there was that whole booth that was just like the igloos. Yeah, it was a 3D thing. But it was cool in the sense that 
they were air conditioned and you could go in. It, there was a thing at NAB like that too. It was just like, it was one of those sort of like smart to go, go have an take experience. A load off. Yep. The, I have to say the thing about E3, although the crowd is really. The crowd's different like than Comic Con and NAB. crowd. They're not even connected. I couldn't believe how least. different. But they, what was cool about E3, the layout of the floors and the show floors were really thought out for people to be able to sit. To yeah. have an experience, it was really thought out. It was with, for in us that respect. In mind. It was a lot. It's a lot better than Comic Con. Night and, and oh, day yeah. better than Comic Con. San Diego. Does I mean, nothing to fan safety n- even. for safety for or comfort. comfort. Yeah, well, across the board. I mean, you go to like their website. Everything is done. It, it's archaic. almost like it makes it's archaic and it makes it really difficult. It's not user friendly. No, and the floor is not user. The exhibition hall in Comic Con is not user friendly. Oh my god! It's like no. it's a mess. There's too many people. At yeah. least E3, there's a, there's seventy thousand people attended. They said, which is not as much as Comic Con. No, Comic Con's upward of three hundred thousand. Is it that much? Isn't it? It feels like that much. But regardless, well, well, NA, maybe I'm thinking of NAB. NAB is NAB's like, like three hundred. Plus but even NAB doesn't feel like as bad 000. as Comic Con. Comic Con feels the no. worst. I mean, it's small. I mean, it's San Diego's small. small convention center. And but the hall is small. The hall is almost not even worth going into during the week. No. It's horrible. It's horrible. You can't get around. It doesn't like, and they know this. They're trying to get into a larger space. They've outgrown it. Like the only place I've felt that sort of jamming of people was like in Istanbul at the Turkish market <laughs> yeah where like literally that about that's right. as close as I've ever felt to being that like trapped by humans yeah by like it's human a scary presence. feeling it is yeah especially like I mean when I was in Turkey I was like nine years old mm. you know but I remember my mom like if you let go of my hand you're gonna be gone forever yeah like, I was like oh fuck like I remember being that like it was die, do or die like, right don't right. let go of mom's hand yeah. or you'll just get swept off by the people yeah well, you feel that way at Comic-Con. Kind of. Yeah. If like, I was a kid at Comic-Con, I'd be like, "Let me get me the fuck out of here. I mean, we always sort of have to have a place where we know we're going to, gonna, like, because yeah. luckily, I mean, they do give you this sort of weird press room that is all it serves is, it's chairs. like one of the room that has chairs and desks and a water thing. So mm-hmm. you can go in there. Just like get away from the noise, I guess. And and, get away but they from don't the give you. They don't give you a Wi-Fi code. They don't no. give you like. There's no one there. There's that's no like a one representative there. or anything. There, yeah. So I mean, I ho- I really hope they're gonna have taken that a little more seriously this year and give us something because it is really hard to do this show and be promoting it and not be given a lounge or just a place. Yeah, with Wi-Fi. Yeah, and maybe and water and, and coffee water or coffee. And, uh, you yeah. know, a nice place to sit and write and get your stuff out. Um, yeah, but man. E3 did do that and they did it they really had a system down it was mm-hmm. extremely well organized there was someone there the whole time like yep. a security guard checking people's badges and their um, press credentials but there was always a place to sit mm-hmm. everywhere I mean they're, the back of those show floors they had like tables and chairs maybe it because the numbers are just not as significant as the other shows so I guess, there's a yeah. lot more ability and plus everybody's in the booths playing the games that's, that's like true too and there's a lot of people is. in lines for yeah. playing games so you've so got the outskirts people. of the stuff kind of relatively open and empty oh speaking of lines i got into like one of the last viewings of uh injustice gods among us 2 right. which is the like side by side 
DC fighting game, uh-huh. which is sort of like DC's Mortal Kombat, if you will, without as much as the gore. Right. And I saw their pre their trailer on the internet, and I knew that they were going to be there because Warner Brothers was there. Uh huh. And it was really cool. I ended up waiting, but I got into the very last sort of uh, demo. And it was cool because you go in and it's this little theater. It's mm. like a fucking little movie theater, maybe 40-something, 40 44, 45, 50 people. And there's these cool like recliner chairs. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. And they go like a blow-by-blow blow of the new mechanics of the game. Oh, wow. And the new characters that are going to be in the game without too many spoilers. They give you this whole sort of like no photography, no videography, no audio mm. unless otherwise Bummer. specified. Yeah, and but the game looks huge and it really looks like a huge grand step up from the first one which i really enjoyed because it's dc for starters and two it was a cool storyline in a fighting game which i don't really play a lot of like mortal Kombat's or street fighters and marvel vs. capcom and shit i don't really play a lot of fighting games you know but the storyline in injustice was so cool with superman and batman and the joker and wonder woman that i played through the whole storyline that's cool and you get to play each character because they each have a little story within the giant storyline so you mm-hmm. get to play cyborg and the flash and green lantern and green arrow and wow and fucking bane's in it for god's sake oh, solomon wow, grundy's fun. in it yeah and so they're doing that and then there's this whole new upgrade system where batman can get all these different new chess pieces and gauntlets and boots and masks and you can constantly you love that i know <laughs> everybody does that. like everybody loves that kind of stuff because yeah. supergirl's in it now oh yeah yeah supergirl wonder woman wow. again. so they're tying talk about transmedia mm-hmm. they're tying all the stuff that they got going on through the small screen and the big yeah. screen flashes wow. in it totally and yeah. you can continue to upgrade so like flash by the end of it they show they're like here's what batman looks like when you start and then here's what a f- like a really like high high level batman could look like whoa and they show and it's like whoa and like because they do it instantly it's like a graphic oh, on the big screen I missed it. you missed it and then I the know. coolest part about it is, is we were leaving we all got free shirts yeah you jerk it, it's a cool <laughs> shirt too. it's not some sucker ass shirt it's got like the, <laughs> it the game and it's got the like little images of batman's batman's mask and like wonder woman's shield and aquaman's trident <laughs> and it's do 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 green lantern's symbol i get it oh my it's, shirt it, it's a super fun game but dishonored 2 looks like a lot of fun and bethesda's booth it was a fun show i'd never yeah, been to it E3. was a fun show it was it was definitely a spectacle and worth checking i'd been years ago uh when i worked for aja um but hadn't been back on in this capacity so it was really fun to go yeah i had a great time and, and uh, uh, hopefully I get to see Trey Parker and Matt Stone <laughs> yeah, go to lunch. Maybe at uh, Comic-Con. I mean, so that's we got that coming up soon, folks. That's Comic-Con's happening on the way. Fast and furiously, before you know it, that's we will the next be in trade San show. Diego. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's our next big thing. And that's in San Diego. This was cool because it was just downtown LA. And we took the train. We took the new train. Yeah. Which is like that a was an foreign concept to people in this city. <laughs> in this city, definitely. But man, it's literally a $3 round trip from Santa Monica, the beach, to downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, if anyone is familiar with the city in any way, three there's nothing that beats a three dollar route trip no, <laughs> to downtown no. it's insane no it only gas. takes you're not spending yeah. gas money. you're not using wear and tear in your car there's no potential for car accidents right. during high rush hour traffic no, on the awesome. 10 or the 405 
It's insane. Yep. And it only took 45 minutes to 50 minutes at the most. Yeah. If you're in traffic, you could take you 90 minutes. Right. Now I'm just venting, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. If you're a guy, if you got anything to do downtown, take the train. Take the train. It'll the keep your fucking Expo ass off line. the highway for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, that'll help us out. Yeah, it'll help everyone. All right, so that's it for us this week. Yeah, we'll be back with the Battle of the Bastards, you yes, bastard. Yes, we will. Battle of the Bastards and more movie reviews. <laughs> See ya, jerks. Toodaloo, jerky boo.